Welcome to Ideal Conditions, a Polygon podcast. From controlling temperature and humidity in buildings and food plants to restoring critical documents like x-rays and rare books, we're here to explore the challenges and solutions for interior climate management and remediation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Ideal Conditions, a podcast brought to you by Polygon. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Welcome to another episode of the show. We're thrilled to have you on. Now, on this episode, we're going to be sharing some examples of some of the projects that Polygon has worked on that really exemplify their expertise in climate control. And so joining me for this episode, we have Bruce Zawiski. He is the business unit manager for the South at Polygon. Bruce, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled to have you on the show here today, Bruce. And we're also pumped to be joined by Nick Cooper. He's the business development specialist for Atlanta at at Polygon. So, Nick, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before we dive in and talk about some of these examples that we're going to run through here of some of the work that Polygon has done in the South. First, Bruce and Nick, tell us a little bit more about what you do and your role at Polygon. So, Bruce, uh, kick us off. Tell us a little bit more about your role. Uh, well, I'm the business unit manager of the South region, manage the sales and operations of, of five depots down here. Um, I have a very solid team that thrives in solution, engineered solutions for our end users, whether it be climate, IoT, or or anything they could throw at us, really. Mm. And Nick, uh, tell us a little bit more about your role in addition to doing whatever uh, Bruce asks you to do. <laughs> I mean, that pretty sums it up pretty good. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, I cover the, you know, an area down here in Atlanta, Alabama, South Carolina, just driving the business, driving the, the revenue, the projects, helping customers solve problems that they've got. Excellent stuff. We're going to talk about some of those solutions here today on the podcast and really dive into some of the incredible examples of technical expertise, operational excellence, and customer-focused solutions from the Polygon South team. And so the first example we wanted to talk about is the new Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Hospital. And I know that this this project required some some coordination, a lot of details, and that sort of thing. Bruce, kick us off. Tell us a little bit more about this particular project with the Children's Healthcare of Atlanta Hospital. So Children's Healthcare of Atlanta is one of the premier healthcare providers in, in the South and in the Southeast. And uh, very high quality healthcare system, great doctors, great personnel. Um, so they always choose some of the highest capable general contractors when they're performing new hospitals or renovations. And we were uh, lucky enough to partner up with a few of those GCs on uh, their new building down in uh, Atlanta. They have four hospitals throughout the metro Atlanta area, very large, and a lot of complex solutions that, that had to go in there. It was a year-round climate control, so we had to engineer a solution for winter, summer, fall, and spring. And we do see all four seasons in the, in the southeast, so it is something that we had to coordinate with the GC and the power requirements um, the engineered solution, and uh, we had to fit a lot of controls into this and utilize one package unit to actually do what they needed us to do. And you know, Nick, I, you heard Bruce mention you do have all four seasons in the southeast, but I think of you know muggy, kind of humid summers and that sort of thing. What what sorts of challenges are presented on a project like this where you do have kind of all four seasons, but different challenges for each season? Yeah, I mean. It- Especially being a hospital project, they've got a lot of uh, strict guidelines, certain tolerances. They've got to be inside. Uh, so it's really sitting down with our engineering team and, and making sure that we're covering all our bases. Sometimes our four seasons are a little shorter, a little longer, but 
being that they've got such tight areas that they've got to maintain. Because if we don't do it, then then mold, different pathogens and stuff can develop inside the hospital and cause a whole lot more problems down the line. So it's really making sure, you know, we talk about engineered solutions all the time, but making sure we work with them and getting the right thing to cover all of our bases throughout the whole project. And Bruce, tell me a little bit more about the the IoT solutions that were implemented in this project as as well. What what kind of went into that, and why was this kind of a groundbreaking thing for Polygon? Well, initially we started off with just general IoT solutions, monitoring uh, temperature and humidity to make sure that we are in compliance with all the uh, specifications required. And ultimately, once we completed the climate control aspect of this project. Our customer came to us and challenged us with some IoT work, maybe to monitor some of their permanent systems that they're installing. Something we've never done before, but nothing that we're going to walk away from. So we worked together as a team and used our IoT solutions that we have in our exact air system. And we're able to develop a solution to monitor the status of their permanent air handlers to make sure that the, the VFDs are constantly on and if they have a fault or an issue or a power issue that they are notified immediately and they could identify it and correct it quickly. And Nick, it's been brought up a couple of different times just around this project, but the, the coordination that's required with, with GCs, with other people that are, that are involved, how do you make sure everyone stays on the same page and is communicating effectively to make sure the, the job gets done? Yeah, I mean, like Bruce mentioned, there's two different GCs, there's multiple mechanical and so it's just making sure that they're talking, that we're talking, multiple meetings on site with them. We have a great project manager here in Atlanta, Zach Mack, um, that really helps coordinate, making sure that everybody's on the same page, um, that we're making sure covering anything that's brought up between the different ones. What really helped that also is that we actually worked with this general contractor on a, another healthcare project in downtown Atlanta a few years back with a similar application. So they had the trust and the knowledge going into this project and trusted us with their solution. So we were able to drive it home. They were able to understand what we were doing right out of the gate. And it made it pretty easy for us to to accommodate the request on the, on the front end. Excellent, excellent stuff. So the, the next project we're talking about here today was with the, the Tennessee Valley Authority. And this project is really interesting, mainly because of its location, right? Nick, break down this project for us. Give us uh, some of the details to kick us off. So it's always something different here. Uh, we go from hospitals <laughs> to this project was actually a tunnel underneath the dam and lake up in North Georgia. They have a pinstock pipe that they had to blast, sandblast, and then recoat the entire 800 feet of the pipe. So we had to put all of our equipment at ground level and drop duct and down through a four by four opening that everybody's equipment had to go through, not just ours. So they were running pipes and duct and their own systems down there. We had to put our stuff through there. So it was really working to find a solution that would fit a at ground level through the opening and then 600 feet down this tunnel to uh, condition a containment they had built underground under this lake and maintain the conditions in there so they could do their work. Bruce, what kind of particular challenges arise when you have a project that is uh, 200 feet below the surface? What's that like? How do you combat some of the challenges there? Well, operationally, it's, it's just hard to deliver air that far away from the source of climate control. So, and we had limited mm-hmm. access. So, we had to actually work with our with our engineering team, make sure that we could get the right amount of CFM through our ductwork and to the space 
to climatize it. So we had to work with the contractor and say, how much space do we actually have available? And, you know, that was roughly, you know, 24 square inches. So to get that much air on around 15,000 CFM in that uh, small area was a challenge. But luckily, we have the operations team and the wherewithal to to accommodate that. And you were even able to do it in a sustainable way, which Polygon, you know, putting a focus on sustainability and the environment, you were able to do it in a way that reduced energy usage, which again, speaks a a little bit more to having creative and innovative solutions that also kind of achieve goals of sustainability and that sort of stuff, right? Absolutely. We want to be as sustainable as possible. So we're not going to over-engineer anything and we're not going to under-engineer it. We want to do it the right way. We're also going to pick the most energy efficient equipment that we possibly can. If it's temporary power, we try to tend to stay away from temporary power. It does does produce uh, a byproduct that, you know, the environment doesn't like. So if we can, we'll stay away from it. Also, we'll put some controls in place that if we meet a set point or satisfy it, the equipment will shut off and not pull the amount of energy that it needs to. Nick, I know you. I, I know you've done all sorts of projects and worked in all kinds of places, but this has to be one of the most outside of the box, extraordinary kind of uh, circumstances, right? It was pretty neat. I felt like a tourist when I first got there. I was like, "Can I just take some pictures?" Like, I don't know when I'll ever be underneath a lake uh, again in my life. So uh, it was pretty cool. But it was cool to see that they had the faith in us to be able to take on something that was definitely out of the ordinary, like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good stuff, guys. So um, let's move on and talk about uh, the the last project that we're really diving into in detail here today. And that's the USDA laboratory at the University of Georgia. And so tell us a little bit more about this project. Bruce, uh, what was necessary for this? And again, it's another uh, kind of lab healthcare setting. So again, climate control is uh, is of utmost importance. Yeah, for this particular lab, it was a a multi-phase project. And we were on it for maybe about a year and a half in, in total. But the initial phases were, were for climatizing and providing specific conditions for uh, coding application in these labs. So we had to meet strict specifications again and move our solution throughout the project to make sure that we can accommodate the uh, coatings contractor to apply his coatings in, in an efficient manner. So, Nick, what, what stood out to you about this this particular project and maybe some of the challenges presented by, uh, again, being in a laboratory setting? Obviously, it's a it's got to be a pretty close and controlled environment, right? So, so tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's always interesting having to do lab-type environments in construction as well. Uh, as most people know, construction buildings are not sealed up very tightly. There's a lot of air infiltration. Sometimes buildings are leaking, different things like that. So usually the coatings is one of the later things they do, but there's always still those challenges with construction projects, trying to make sure that we can maintain conditions, keep the space as positive as possible so we can eliminate anything infiltrating in and messing up the conditions. Absolutely. Bruce, anything you want to add to uh, to Nick's comments there just about some of the challenges posed by this this particular project? Yeah, we, we always have to to be cognizant of fugitive air. You know, during construction site, they're still bringing in supplies and materials and the personnel load changes daily. So it's always a challenge. So a little bit of over engineering on this one to make sure that we we hit all the set points set in front of us, which we did. And it ultimately segued into the second portion of their project and another structure right next to it. And we were able to place some equipment and some climate control solutions onto that one and really hit their targets on that and, and gain confidence with with that project with a high profile client this is at you know University of Georgia 
So it's a pretty high profile project that we wanted to uh, make sure that we did the right thing and and were able to make sure the labs were in good condition when they were turned over. That's the uh, national champion Georgia Bulldogs there, I guess. So uh, uh, that, there that, you go. That is. Does get more? Uh, hopefully, we go back to back. <laughs> uh, as a as a Texas A&M Maggie, I hope they don't. But we'll just we'll just see what happens. Um, <laughs> uh, guys, we have a little bit of time, so uh, let's do two bonus projects here, real quick, and, and run down these. Uh, uh, Nick, tell us about the Emory Health Sciences Research Building, and tell us a little bit about that project. Yeah, so I mean, it's a lot of the same applications. Again, it's uh, down at the Emory University Hospital, and it's very interesting. They had lab equipment that was coming in. They also had coatings and stuff. Again, it's in a construction environment. So, and this one was in the basement. So anything that comes in is is leaking all the way to the basement floor. So making sure that we maintained uh, the, the conditions in there. Uh, we had to make sure that we were maintaining before they would bring in the lab equipment. And then once it was there, we had to make sure it stayed at a certain level uh, to not damage any of their equipment. So a lot of uh, eyes on that project and, and making sure that we did what we say we could do. And Bruce, the Northside Gwinnett Hospital, uh, tell us a little bit about this one as well. Again, another healthcare setting, but uh, but as we've mentioned before in the podcast, just making sure that things like mold and mildew stay out of these facilities is is of the utmost importance. Yeah, as, as you uh, noted, a lot of healthcare going on right now. And this is a lot because of uh, suburbia and the, you know, a lot of uh, population shift to the south. So this this region has experienced an expansion in the healthcare systems. Mm-hmm. And in this particular hospital, they were expanding their ER on this. And they needed to have the capacity to to deal with the population influx. And it was, you know, kind of time sensitive to do it. It was nice. We did a full turnkey solution and provided some IOT to make sure that they had the backup, factual-based backup to provide to the to the owners of the healthcare system because they're tracking it very closely as, as it's getting built out. So we were able to provide desk and communication on this one, maintain it all, and monitor it and provide that fact-based data to the GC so they could supplement it to the uh, the owner. Well, Bruce and Nick, you guys have provided some fantastic examples here today of what Polygon can do, uh, no matter the circumstances, whether you are uh, beneath a lake or uh, or working on a hospital facility, you guys have really driven these points home. And so uh, so it's been fantastic getting a chance to have this conversation with you. I want to give you the opportunity just to share any final thoughts you want to leave the audience with as they walk away from this episode. What do you hope people understand about Polygon and about the work you can do? Bruce, let me kick it to you first. Uh, what do you hope people uh, know after this podcast? Well, I hope that uh, people know that we we want challenges and we want to be pushed to get better. As as the industry grows, as our customers grow, as the challenges come forth, we want to be the first call to be able to provide a solution or or work on a solution with you. We want partners and in, in in many aspects, we'd like to do a lot of high profile projects with, with with these customers because they're challenging and they all have their their issues that we'd like to resolve. So. We have a lot of capabilities in climate control. We have a lot of capabilities in IoT solutions monitoring that provides that fact-based data that they could utilize to make really educated decisions in the long haul and on future projects. That's a great point. Excellent, excellent stuff. Nick, any final thoughts? What do you want listeners to uh, to walk away with from this episode? You know, I think Bruce said a lot, but it's just there's no challenge we won't go after. You know, it, from the Prods Hospital project where they were asking us to do things we had never done before, got a very highly talented engineer team 
uh, operations team and and nothing's outside of our limits when it comes to air air quality and uh, taking care of their projects so it's the only way we get better is when we get challenged so you know these are all real life experiences that we want to know about so we could provide that solution we really want to want to provide the answers we want to be the sole answer too Excellent, excellent stuff. Yeah, you, th- those examples I think are, are really powerful and really drive that point home. And so, Bruce Zawiski and uh, Nick Cooper, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Ideal Conditions and sharing some examples of uh, some of the fantastic work you're doing down there in the South. Tyler, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. We appreciate it very much. And everyone out there, thank you for tuning into this episode of Ideal Conditions, a podcast brought to you by Polygon. Of course, for more, you can visit the Polygon website or subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, you can find the show there and stay up to date with the latest from Polygon. But for this episode, for Nick and Bruce, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. We'll talk to you again next time. 